This podcast is rated N for no joke. Uh, we, we don't do that here. Hey, kick the stereotypes. Forget what you thought you knew before you got here. Unless you already know for sure what you already know. <laughs> we got spirit, we got business, we got tarot talks, we got spirit walks. But most of all, I'm chilling right now, but we got no chill. I'm Jace, the creator of Ospiri, the new platform for finding authentic, incredible energy healers, astrologers, tarot readers, and much more spiritual service providers across the board. But on this podcast, we have discussions. Discussions that spark thought, things I think to myself, things that I share with you guys. So let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Ospiri Tarot Talks and Spirit Walks. I am your host, Jace Bray, and if you're new to the show, just a quick reminder, Spirit Walks are not actual literal walks, but walks that we take along our path and along our journey. So a lot of times you might hear me say, if I'm talking to me, I'm talking to you. It's something that will help, you know, walk our spirits along the journey that we have. Um, tarot talks are more so talks and discussions we'll have with readers, healers, uh, spiritual people that have some type of message to kind of expand awareness with the collective. So um, that's why we're here. That's what we're going to keep doing. Monday through Thursday, you'll be able to catch our spirit walks on friday we will have our tarot talk so on today's on today's spirit walk um i just have a thought you know so i you know go back and share it because um last time i heard this somebody was struggling with it and i was actually in a meeting with um some very rich people and when i say some very rich people it's a few millionaires um and somebody had asked the question, uh, well, I, I really don't remember the question to the degree I remember the answer. And the answer is something that I heard so many times. I realized the most successful people adopt this. The most wealthy people kind of adopt this mentality. And um, just to kind of sidebar into Will Smith real fast, I remember he had a video that once said, it's not your fault, it's your res- but it's your responsibility. It's not your fault, but it's your responsibility. And um, I'm talking about some extreme accountability here. So in this meeting with, um, you know, just the, the meeting that we're having, somebody was trying to get past something, but they were like, well, what if... Um, what if I can't do this because of this or because of that? And um, the person who answered the question was like, well, there's no excuses. Everything is your fault. He was like, I don't care if a tornado comes and it, you know, devastates the, the landscape. You, you live in a reality where, oh, a tornado happened and I'm in trouble. Like I can't do this because of the tornado happening and I live in a reality where if a tornado happens, I understand I created the tornado. It's my fault. It's my fault, my actions and everything I did you know, throughout a butterfly, fle- butterfly effect 
that created the tornado and pinpointed it in the exact location that would have affected me in the first place. And until you take responsibility and ownership that the tornado was your fault, then you'll never be able to get to the levels of success that you're looking for. And I'm paraphrasing, but that was the gist. And um, it reminded me, it reminded me of something that Joe Vitale had said um, years ago in one of his books. I don't remember the exact book. Um, it might have actually been an interview. Actually, I think at the end of one of his books, he had a, a um, an interview and he was talking with a, a host on a radio. And, and forgive me because I heard this interview probably well over five years ago, but it did stick with me quite a bit. Um, and I heard this... He might have put it in one of his audiobooks, and if you're not familiar with Joe Vitale, he, um, he, I think he was in The Secret. I don't want to say he's one of the authors, but I know The Secret's getting more popular um, ever since, you know, quite a bit. I, I read The Secret, you know, years ago as well, but it was older news by the time I came across it, but... It's never a bad book, you you know, you might want to, you know, recap and read that again if you haven't heard of it. So, you know, maybe you need to refresh yourself on the secret. Maybe I need to refresh myself on the secret. Maybe a secret is a good place to start with our books again. Um, So before I, you know, get too far off the topic in this interview with uh, Joe Vitale, um, he was talking about extreme ownership and extreme uh, accountability, which is another great book that I like, but you know, different author. I'm not going to get off track. And he had blamed himself for 9/11, and that changed me completely. Um, that changed how I thought. It changed how I acted. It changed what I did. All right. So basically, and I'm paraphrasing because I haven't heard this in in years now. But he was basically saying that 9-11 had occurred because of the actions that he did not take towards certain things. Because he lived a life that allowed actions to take place such as 9-11, even though he was not directly um, physically pulling the trigger on certain dominoes, it was his life, his existence, and his lack of doing certain things that made him responsible for 9-11. So he said, you know, 9-11 was his fault because he had lived a life that did not prevent it. He was not doing things where 9-11 wasn't something that was avoided in this reality. Within this reality, he experienced uh, 9-11 based on his own actions, based on what he chose to do, based on what he chose to live, based on what he chose to think, and everything he didn't do. And if you look at it from an extreme point of view, if there are certain ways you can affect people, and there's certain... We, we never know tragedies that are stopped because of what we did that was right. You know what I mean? Certain things that happen in a negative whether you know whether it goes down the way people say or not if something happens that's negative we see that you know what i mean but what we don't see is the millions and millions and millions of crisis averted because of the right things getting done and so while on one hand 
we're in a position or we can see things. Um, I don't even want to think about the massive amount of things that we've avoided that's been, you know, beneficial. I, I don't want to bring certain things into my reality. You know what I mean? So I won't even think about what we've avoided. But looking at the state of where things are, if looking at the state of where things are, things are 100% your fault and 100% your responsibility, you have to just be 100% honest about who you are, where you want to go, and what you want to do. Because, and I use this example um, to kind of go with it, I would say we all care about world hunger to a degree. I would say we all care about we 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 don't want people dying of hunger. We, that's that's just not something we want. However, the logistics, money, and infrastructure does exist if we want it to change it. However, in the last twenty four hours, who's actually done anything about world hunger? We got other things to focus on. I'm not saying we have other things to focus on. I'm saying individually, most individual people are leaving that work to somebody else because they got to pay for their bills first. They got to feed themselves first. They got to feed their kids. They got to take care of their own immediate households before they get into certain things. They have to make sure they're good before they make sure other people are good. So even though fixing world hunger might be a noble cause the truth is a lot of people, including us, including myself, I won't I won't say that, you know, I'm exempt. We don't care enough about it truthfully to stop what we're doing right now to make sure we fix it right now. We're not investing all of our effort and energy collectively to make that change. We are investing our energy into our own businesses, our own projects, our own dreams, and our own goals. And then once we get there, maybe we'll do something about the, the, more, the, the bigger causes that we say we care about. But those bigger causes aren't the roots of what we're focused on. And because those bigger causes aren't the roots of what we're focused on, certain negative things may happen along the way. Certain negative things may happen uh, along the path. Certain things that could be avoided might not be avoided because we're not giving the energy towards fixing a problem that we could be doing. And But the thing is, we need to get into a space where we don't judge that as negative because I'm not ostracizing anybody. I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not saying, oh, you're a bad person because you don't care about world hunger. Like we, we need to stop doing that. We need to stop blaming people for or, or getting mad at people for not caring about things when they do have to take care of themselves first. You can't, you know, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. But while you're filling your cup, there are a whole lot of things going on that we're dropping the ball on. There are a whole lot of things going on where we're not being fully present or fully there to fix or resolve something because we're focused on filling our own cups first. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when certain negative events happen, those are our faults as well. And because we don't consciously pay attention to what energy we're focusing our, our, our directions on, whether we do something intentionally, consciously, or subconsciously cause and effect is creating certain things in our reality, 
it's all still our fault. Win or lose, it's our fault. So somebody can take extreme ownership and responsibility of something as big as 9-11. What are we every day not taking ownership on? You know what I mean? We can have, when it comes to your goals, the only person that's holding you back is you. When it comes to the things that you could be doing better on, the one holding you back is you. Don't blame the flat tire. Don't, oh, oh my car didn't work. Uh, oh, oh my, my phone got broke. Man, I lost like three phones in the last couple months. And I was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on to the degree? It, it wasn't even something. A lot of things were initially out of my immediate control, but I'm like, subconsciously, why am I attracting this to myself? What, what am I needing to learn? Why, why did this happen? You know? And, um, you know, just somebody else to wrap this up. Somebody else had said, you know, even car accidents are your fault. Like when, when you get into a car accident, if, if you get rear ended, you're minding your business at a stoplight and you get rear ended by somebody else, you had to be in that exact point, in that exact space, in that exact moment, in that exact time to get hit by another driver. And so when you're in a spot where you can't even blame other people for, you know, crashing into you because for some reason your subconscious, your soul or whatever, you know, path or journey you're on, you get caught up to a degree that car accident, you take responsibility for being in that place, in that situation, at that exact time, at that exact moment. When you take responsibility for even that, you can take responsibility for your entire life. Because to to avoid that car accident, you, you could have left that. If you left the house five minutes earlier, that car accident wouldn't have happened. So why did in your reality you attract that event. Why did that event exist within your reality? What was it? What did you need to learn or see from experiencing that event in that exact moment, exact time? And again, I know 9-11 is critical and I know um, even car accidents are critical in our immediate response or our immediate thoughts are, oh, well, somebody else fault or I didn't do it. It was them. They did it. But when you hit that, they did it, you're giving away your own power. When you hit that, they did it, you're giving away your own power. Ye are all gods. Don't give your power away. And when you learn to consciously take control over everything, good, bad, right or wrong, within your reality and understand you're creating things. Even that hurricane, that hurricane that exists within your reality that's affecting your life or not affecting your life, but affecting other people within the world. You created that too. Subconsciously, if you don't know your power and you don't know why you're responsible for it, well then, hey, I'm not, nothing I say will be able to convince you that you're responsible for that too. But I'm here to tell you, from my experience, the most successful people constantly again and again and again and again and again realize everything is their fault even the hurricane and then when they ask why and they look within themselves as above so below when they look within themselves and start to identify 
certain things on the outside. They can start controlling things on the outside from focusing on the inside. And I didn't mean to get all deep with it, but again, I saw something just a few hours ago that said people need to stop looking for God above and look for God within. Well, <laughs> if you're really looking at God within, you'd be amazed at what you find. And I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to go too deep. But if you got it all, you got it all. And if this clicking, this clicking. So that being said, hope that resonated. Take it with you. If you want to take it with you, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. I will catch you guys later.